about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. We didn't have time to talk about this yesterday because we were all wrapped up in, well, our realm of quantum leap. What a success that video has proved to be. Thank you for all your kind comments. Oh, we are there, Matt. <laughs> so, no, my, my headphones well, are broken. Sometimes uh, when your headphones don't work and you're a professional broadcaster, the... you slyly, you slyly take them off, you fiddle around a bit, you put them on, and the listener is none the wiser. Uh, well, there's Matt's tactic. No. <laughs> I want to hear the Jurassic Park music. Okay, I've been mate. denied Jurassic Park music for no good reason. <laughs> OK, what, should we... So, as I was saying, thank you so much for all your kind comments on the video, the taster tape we made, a dedication to one of the greatest TV shows of all time, Quantum Leap, which you can still view on the Absolute Radio Facebook page or on our Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. It's most kind of you to get in touch. All right, let me turn this up for you, man. Oh, yes. There he is. I'm back in the room. It's almost like we lost your favourite blankie there. <laughs> <laughs> need it, need it now. Need it, need it now. <laughs> You okay? Yes. Okay, Thank good. Um, as I say, we didn't have time for this yesterday. We want to talk about the new West Bromwich Albion mascot, um, who is, in case this passed you by as well, a boiler. That's right. Yeah. Um, he or she is a boiler. I don't know what sex of boiler it is. Why is that? It's important. I don't know. Um, but West Brom um, lost, unfortunately. They lost to Bolton. Uh, yeah, well, it was a real wake-up call, wasn't it? Welcome to the championship, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and you've got a new boiler as a mascot. A combi boiler with no eyes, dancing around the side of the pitch at the Hawthorns. Yeah, it's weird because it's got legs and arms, but it's got no eyes. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a cap as well. Yes. No pilot light, though, which is good for, for health and safety. That would be dangerous, wouldn't it? Um, so, also, as you say, welcome to the championship. And it's difficult getting relegated. I mean, as a Charlton Athletic fan, I know how that feels, yeah, right? Yeah, we know about real football. But you try and go, OK, we've got the boiler dough. Let's bring the boiler money in because then <laughs> yeah. we can maybe, you know, replenish the squad a little bit and yeah, you know, make yeah. a push to get back to Premier Sensible. League. But it turns out that your boiler is obviously, in, your mascot is intrinsically linked with staying warm. And and you, you burn him out on the hottest period yeah, in UK history. That's true. Which is a little unfortunate. Not a great time for boilers at the moment, no. is it, really? You might as well turn them off. Plus, you can just have your new sponsor on your shirt without having to dress somebody up as a boiler. Seems I mean, like you know, far, we yeah. are, of course, our partners with Wix, but yeah. I don't have to come in dressed as some decking every day, do I? <laughs> which I'm really thankful for, by the way, Wix. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Um, which is called they think West Brom are onto something so tomorrow I'll be doing the show dressed as a Karcher pressure washer <laughs> <laughs> we're asking for your first thoughts Matt Dyson yours was musically inspired I believe yeah well it was based on music but just the, the lyrics were in my head for some reason as soon as I uh, woke this morning the uh, words came into my head star trekking across the universe <laughs> on the Starship Enterprise under Captain Kirk I'm not even a massive Star Trek fan I no. don't mind, I quite like it yeah. but, you know, uh, I hadn't been dreaming about Star Trek as far as I know but for some reason I was uh, quoting the lyrics to the uh, classic ditty from the 80s by The Firm We're only going forwards, we still can't find reverse That's it, yeah, yeah Here we go Horrible, isn't it? <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Producer David never heard it in his life before. What? <laughs> I'm surprised you've heard of this, Emma. This is before yeah. your time, surely. No. Yeah, I don't know. It reminds me of like 80s caravan camps for some reason. Klingons on the Star It is 80s caravan camp. What's up? 
We're building. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Not as we know it. Not as we know it. Life, Jim. Not as we know it. Not as we know it, Jim. They don't make novelty songs like that anymore. I'm glad I'm glad it came into my head now. Thankfully they don't. My first thought, which they're often based on the dreams that is both a blessing and a curse that I remember vividly. Yeah. Um I woke up um in the middle of the night uh in a cold sweat thinking, Will Helen Miram accept these iron coins? Yeah, I'd forged. I was in. A, I was in a retirement village, and I'd forged some iron coins. Well, you, you're sort of bartering with Helen. I Mirren. wanted to have a go on the slip and slide that she'd built, <laughs> and I thought I'll go and make some coin. I'll forge some coins from iron, yeah. and then I will try. So and set in use medieval these. times. No, it's set in a modern day. <laughs> right. I'll try and use these to um, pay my admittance uh, onto Helen Mirren's slip, slip and slide. slide. <laughs> that was my first thought. So there's a lot that to unpack there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. My first thought this morning, Dave, Matt and Emma, was I must make 3,500 litres of blonde lager. And that's from Jason from Hereford. <laughs> wow. I want to be a beer maker. Blessed yeah. are the beer blessed. makers. They are so blessed. But my friend was telling me about this, Josh. He was saying that him and like a few of his friends have got together. They found this little brewery place. Sounds great. And they're like, they go and visit like once a week and just check on their beer and they yeah, taste it yeah. and they make little adjustments to the flavour. A microbrewery, that's what you need to say. A microbrewery run by this show. right character. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot like this. As you, I'm not a fan of workshopping things live, but I have been pitching it for quite a while that we should start making our own beer. Yeah. Can we make micro our own beer? Microbrewery. I think we can, yeah. Oh, it's a great idea. That was easier. Now we've said it on air. Put you on the spot there. <laughs> so Jason, Jason in Hereford, if you can get in touch. Yeah, we'd like some tips. Because, um, you know, a blonde lager's a nice idea, but we'd need to think about what we were going to be mm. doing, what... what Best represents the show. Yeah. What yeah, kind yeah. of beer? We can go down there. We can come up with a name for it. You can oh, help us name it. Yeah. Be hours of it. fun. Um, so thank you very much, Leaf, that Jason, and good luck, fellow beer maker. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Emma, what was your first thought this morning? And not for the first time, I woke up thinking of burgers, Ooh. specifically Five Guys, oh, because hello. our friend Glenn Moore yesterday yeah. got given a forty-pound Five Guys voucher oh, by yeah, someone in his that, Edinburgh yeah. Fringe audience. Generous, Did he? Yeah. yeah. Well, someone in the audience handed it to him. Yeah. It's like a tip. Well yeah. done, excellent show. Here's a forty-pound burger voucher. I think that's how society could work moving <laughs> that's forward. That's how I'd like to be paid. <laughs> that's that's what five you should Guys have, voucher. Yeah. Should have given Helen Mirren that in your dream. You might have got on the slipper side. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just tuning in, don't don't <laughs> ask. Don't don't ask. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Where we're discussing first thoughts. The first thing that popped into your head this morning, and Matt's, was this. Quite a few texts saying, please play the thing in its entirety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to respond to you all, no. Oh. What the people want. <laughs> um, so that was Matt's first thought. We had this text message. OMG, 20 years ago, my son's tennis coach, Mr Graham Lister, uh, Lister claimed he wrote the Star Trekking song, Is It True? He was coaching at the very famous Billericay Tennis Club in Essex. Ooh. And that's from Una. And Una joins us right now. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us such early doors. What an amazing That's text okay. message. Um, I know, yes. <laughs> so, Graham Lister was your son's tennis coach. Yes, that's right, yeah. And then out of the blue one day, whilst teaching backhand, he just dropped into conversation <laughs> that he wrote Star Trekking by The Firm. 
quite literally, and he only ever said it once as well. Oh, wow. First rule of writing Star Trekking, I only mention it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, your text says, is it true, Dave, with a question mark? Uh, well, we did a little bit of digging around for you, Una, because obviously this is 20 years. This has been a mystery yeah. in your family. That's right, yep. Um, so, Matt, what did we discover? Well, there are quite a few people involved in the writing of this song, which came out on the 1st of June 1987, best year of my life. Star, and this is one of the reasons why it was the best year of my life. Star Trek originated from songwriter Rory Kehoe's experiences with an English Civil War Combat Reenactment Society called the Sealed Knot. It's a story as old as time. <laughs> Kehoe, Kehoe had written a series of five lines about the American TV series Star Trek, which were sung around campfires after they reenacted battles to the tune of The Music Man. This version was retitled I Am the Star Trek man, Chris Steinhauer, performed a version at a folk club one evening in 1986, which is where it was first heard by a certain Mr. Graham Lister, who was in the novelty (laughs) band The Firm. Lister convinced Steinhauer to record the song onto an audio cassette and took it to his writing partner, John O'Connor, and the rest is history. An audio cassette? What's one of them, please, Uncle Matt? (laughs) Um, Well, there we go, Una. Wow, that's an amazing story. So, yes, Mr. Graham Lister, tennis coach extraordinaire from the world famous Billy Ricky Tennis Club, did in fact help create Star Trekking by the firm. That's incredible. I never knew for sure. Well, listen, take that as your social ammo. Thanks for tuning into the show and have yourself a lovely day. Thank you. Bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. As always, it's a charm having you on board. And always, as always, it is lovely that you've got in touch. Uh, we receive so many correspondence. Uh, you can email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. About anything uh, in the past, uh, with your help, uh, we answered one listener's correspondence. Uh, can yoghurt ever be a dessert? Yeah. 100%. Can it be a pudding? Yeah, 100% yes. Um, we had a melted plug issue. Oh, yeah, we did. Called an electrician was the long and short of that one. Stuck in the socket, yeah. Um, and we had man bun conundrums after <laughs> oh, someone's yeah. work colleague began to grow his hair long and was mm. toying with the idea of having a man bun. And now we have this from Anon. Dear Dave, I need your advice. My boyfriend is moving in soon and I can't wait. The only problem is I have a few secret household habits that I'm not sure he will like. For example, I slug milk from the container occasionally (laughs) and sometimes if I'm feeling really lazy, I will eat my stir-fry directly from the pan. I know many people will judge me for this. Question is, will he? Should I keep these habits to myself or should I come clean? Surely I can't be the only person with domestic secrets like these. Thanks, as I say, from Anon. Well, thank you so much for being brave enough to get in touch. Um... Firstly, eating anything straight from the pan is hipster nowadays. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like putting it on a chopping board. I've done both of those things yeah. before. Yeah, I mean... Don't be ashamed. Don't yeah, be ashamed I mean, of those. It's going to be quite hot on your lap if you're sitting down for a TV dinner and you've got a <laughs> hot wok on you. You fold the tea lap. towel underneath <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Or just put it on the, the table. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, eat at the table. No, eat off your lap if you're a real slob. OK. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, these secrets will out. That's the problem. So as soon as he moves in, he's going to find out these things. So you're better off just, just putting it out there, yeah, I think. Fine. 
Um, and I think eating straight from the pack, it saves on the washing up, oh, yeah, which effectively is helping the environment. You know, it's one less piece of running yeah, water yeah. to be used, one less cycle of the dishwasher. I might start doing it myself now. Okay, this. so this is great, Anon. We're all eating from woks now, so that's perfect. <laughs> and slugging milk from the container is oh. probably something you should try and do when he's not around, maybe, yeah, but yeah. don't worry about it too much. I mean, when my partner moved in with me, it was kind of the opposite of um, um, some of the, the behaviour that we've received in this correspondence, because um, I will, like, remake the bed. I will restack the dishwasher. John uh, Richardson does a fabulous bit about this in his in his last stand-up, and it, it's true, you know. Yeah. She'll say, I've made the bed, and I'll go, oh, not really. Oh, really? I'll have to take this you off again and refluff these oh, pillows. Wow. Yeah, because, like, you know, the bit, you know, the side of the pillowcase that the pillow goes into? Yeah. They have to be facing inwards. You can't have those face out because it just looks baggy. Yeah, no, they face outwards. Oh, you have them facing outwards, but you do have a way in which they should face. Yeah, and I'll remake it after Stefan. Yeah, so if if he had them facing inward, so this is where we're opposites, but we will remake. And the duvet yeah. can't be up over the pillows. No. It needs to be coming to the, the lip, the brim of the no, pillow. No, it goes between the first and second pillows. What? This is what I mean. This and weird. this drives my wife insane. I, and the restacking of dishwasher is just something that if you have a dishwasher, I'm sure happens in every household. I deliberately make the bed badly, so in the hope that I won't be invited back to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it generally works. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where Anon got in touch uh, on Dear Dave, of course, you can email me about anything you like. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We are just happy to help. And she has some habits and her boyfriend's moving in for the first time. And she was like, surely I can't be the only person with domestic secrets like this. And that's what we've been discussing. Thank you so much for your help at 8, 12, 15. Uh, Matt, um, just before, uh, about five minutes ago, you said that if you'd known about a certain domestic habit that your wife has, you would have questioned whether to move in with her or not. Yes, yeah. Katie is a big fan of when she opens a new pack of butter, Mm. leaving that pointless little foil layer on that goes underneath the lid of the butter. Right. Uh, She will take the butter out of the fridge, peel back the foil lid, spread some on her toast, and then put the foil lid back. Yeah. And then the plastic lid of the butter tub. So it's still attached at one end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like about an inch of it is still attached to one end, but the rest of it's just kind of flat. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So I have to every time just go and yeah. put that pointless foil bit in the bin because I think it's really it talks back to the days of baking when everyone used to bake in the house and they would use the little bit of foil to rub the butter into the into the cake tin onto the tray. Or the and that's why tin. they still oh, to this day apparently do that pointless layer of foil. But you think but just rip it, it off? It should be ripped off as soon as you open any pack of butter. Okay, okay. Well, I'm sure the debate is going to rage on that yeah. one. Uh, Al's <laughs> hangs around too much, but I've never been tempted oh, to take it. Off. I'm going to get. get I'm going to get rid. It's like a plaster. Rip it off. Just rip. Yeah. Just rip it off. Yeah. Um, joining us right now on line one in Chelmsford, we have Fran. Good morning, Fran. Morning, Dave. Morning, Matt. Morning, Fran. Lovely having you on the show. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So we're talking about these domestic habits uh, from a non who contacted the show, and uh, tell everybody your secret little domestic habit when you pop downstairs in the middle of the night for a drink. Uh, basically, I'm in that sleepy haze. We're looking for like a little nibble in the night. I usually either get the Nutella or the peanut butter, just finger scoop in the mouth. (laughs) Finger scoop of Nutella or peanut butter in the midnight hour. It's just... There's nothing wrong with that, I don't think, if you fancy that. Well, I mean, it's a bit unhygienic sticking your dirty finger in the, in the pot that everyone else has got to use, isn't it? A bit selfish, Fran, isn't it? Well, let's bring in our dirty uh, finger correspondent, Emma Jones. Yeah. Emma, <laughs> how do you feel about this? If Because Fran's saying his wife doesn't know about this, and if you yeah. were to find out six months later, after moving in together, that your husband had been putting his 
dirty finger in the Nutella or the peanut butter in the middle of the night, would you be livid? Well, I too do the finger scoop, but that's because my hands are always spotlessly clean. Oh, there you go. Right, yeah. A proviso. Are your, your hands clean, Fran? <laughs> Usually, all the time. OK, good. OK, thank you very much indeed <laughs> for sharing that with us, Fran. Usually, all the time. Oh, clean hands, Fran. <laughs> Got us on a technicality there, Fran. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. The Absolute Radio, song of our decade. Yes, exciting times ahead because Absolute Radio is 10 years old next month and we want to know your favourite record of the last decade. Um, What's been released, played here on Absolute Radio that you love? A record that has a special place in your heart. We are creating a top 100 and we do need your help. Just by voting, you could win, and to be frank, they are beautiful, a Roberts Radio record player. Uh, To get involved, just go to absoluteradio.co.uk slash vote. And, well, we were debating this yesterday. It went into last night in the WhatsApp group, and now it is, uh, it's entered into this morning. Emma, what's your choice? I went for The 18 by Ed Sheeran. OK, it's a fine choice. It's a great song. It's just one of those songs that it's never got on my nerves over the years that yeah. it's been played. OK, that's a major factor in picking yeah. a song, isn't it? Um, as I say, if you go to absoluteradio.co.uk slash vote, we have a big suggestion list of songs that you can choose from. Matt, what did you go for? Uh, well, I came close to going for Jake Bugs Lightning Bolt, my mm-hmm. Nottingham brethren, but I think I'm going to go instead for uh, Vampire Weekend's A-Punk. Oh, what a As a, a song, as a, one of the biggest bangers of the last... That debut album from them was brilliant, and this is a floor filler at any indie disco you might want to go to. Right, OK. Two, two minutes long, it's quite short as well, but it's two minutes of pure gold. Well, yeah, no, it is, and it's also, it kind of helps out radio broadcasters quite a lot, because yes. if you find yourself being slightly under for the news, you're always sick of Vampire Weekend. What has happened to you? <laughs> I hate myself so much! <laughs> ah! um, this is hanging out with producer Dave too long. This is what it does to you. Yeah, I prefer Song 2 by Blur. That's a great oh, one Oh, well, no, yeah. no! Although Jake Bugg's quite a short song that helps yes, out with that is. as yeah, well. Yeah. You're not like, your brethren. I like short songs. That's what we can Shout say. Shout out to Portugal the Man as well. Yeah. Oh, Portugal yeah. the Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, it doesn't annoy you. <laughs> Keep it short. Yes. Um, I couldn't choose. So what I've done is I've um, added a little element of danger to proceedings. I have three envelopes. Each one of them contains Ooh. one of my choices. Uh, Matt, would you do the honour of choosing an envelope yeah, for me? Yeah, great, yeah. Um, okay, let me shuffle them around a little bit. Thank you, mate. Pick whichever one. Which number envelope did you get? Number three. Number three. You hand it back. Okay. So, of the three songs I chose, because it was so difficult to just choose one, adding to Vampire Weekend and Ed Sheeran, we have The Killer's The Man. Oh, it's a good Mm -hmm. one. It's an absolute tune. And do you know what? It was the song, before I joined this prestigious radio station, it was the song that was played the most here. And I absolutely loved it. When I was listening to Sturge and everyone, that was what they were playing. And it's such a tune. And talking to Brandon Flowers about it, because he was on the Hometime Show with us, as you remember, he was talking about how it was just about his ego back in the day was out of Uh, all control. Oh, right. Um, And it's such a catchy song. So we've got The Killer's The Man. Would you like to know what the other two were? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Two. yeah. Um, also in contention, envelope number two was Dove's Kingdom of Rust. Oh, what a tune. And envelope number one was the Cortina's Not 19 Ooh. Forever. Um, but of course, as I say, we need your help. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash vote. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I'm shocked, but you're shocked. <laughs> I genuinely am. It was I, just a hot. It was a hot weather hack. Yeah, well, it's it's a step too far in my opinion. 
OK, I, uh, I'm in this hot weather. What, but OK, um, I didn't even want to really... This wasn't even... We were going to talk about how, how high you top up the water in a pot noodle. Um, but I haven't worn... Pretty much haven't worn any pants since May. <laughs> he is, but it's not... He is currently sitting here commando. That's not a hot weather. It is. Thing. Oh, trust me, it is. Don't it you really want is. Something to soak up the sweat. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I want, I want you. I, I feel I should defend myself. I'm not particularly sweaty from the waist down, Emma. But this isn't a conversation oh, I wanted get to, to get into. But I'm wearing a loose cotton jean from Farrah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and it it just helps. Is there a nice breeze blowing through? Well, I wouldn't say it's breezy, but it's less bunchy. Let's put it that way. And it was only meant to be a little. Uh, producer Dave went, "Well, go on then, prove it." And and, um, and you did. You proved well, it. Well, I did, but not, I like, didn't not think, that way. It's not that big a you, deal. You showed us your the hip, I suppose. Yeah, and I, I don't know when I did it as well. I put my tongue out in a cheeky manner and like thrust it a little bit. I, I mean, don't know why. That's, I'm I don't just know not, if I just pulled it towards. I went, mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a look. I'm just not sure it helps. I'm not sure that helps. I don't know if it it's, really it, it's more comfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's not it, breezy, surely? but it's not bunchy. <laughs> and that's the fine line I want to walk. Um, anyway, um, try it. Give no, it a go. No, I would not do that in a place of work. I think he's out of order. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. I want you to go this. home now and get dressed properly, young man. <laughs> I'm shocked that you're shocked, but I'm going to go, go and slip some boxes on then. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're shocked, I'm shocked that you're shocked. <laughs> it's a wormhole of shocked. It's not a big It's not a big deal. Dave, my mate at work, always went commando in the summer. Once he put a fan under the desk aiming towards his bits. You should try it from Bev. I don't want to try it. This isn't meant to be a conversational piece. You don't need to. It was just a throwaway. There's a bone down there, isn't it? It was just a throwaway. That's bad choice. What? <laughs> this is why I didn't want to talk about it. I'd rather talk about pot noodles. Now look what we're doing. Right. Unbelievable. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Where the Premier League kicks off this coming Friday. Oh, yes, it does. Then we have a full set of weekend fixtures uh, because, you know, well, effectively the summer is over. Do you remember all that World Cup stuff, that Donald Trump visiting stuff, that Royal Wedding stuff? It's all gone. (laughs) It's all in the past because the Premier League is back and that also means that rock and roll football here on Absolute Radio is back. Um, You have a new co-host in the shape of the um, very funny Matt Ford. Yes. Another Matt, a fellow Matt, and a fellow Nottingham Forest fan. I know it's a weird coincidence, isn't it? I don't know how this is going, how this happened, but uh, there are two Nottingham Forest fans called Matt on this show this Saturday afternoon from two. Um, I saw you guys; you did your photo shoot together. Yeah. Um, who do you think is the bigger Nottingham Forest fan out of you and Matt Ford? Well, he's a bit younger than me, so he's a different sort of different sort of era. But okay. yeah, I mean, he he knows his stuff certainly. I think we're both very big fans. We're both big fans of the Tricky Tree, so we'll be quizzing each other constantly, no doubt. Frank Lampard, look away now is what yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah. um, and exciting because you're going to be doing the first show from Edinburgh, where yeah. he's doing his show. He's up at the festival, so yeah, we're going to be coming live from the Edinburgh Festival this Saturday afternoon. Not to be missed, two till five, rock and roll football is back. Um, and I wish you and the new Matt all the best of luck with it. It's Thank going to be you. a brilliant show. Uh, of course, it also means uh, your Game Week podcast is going to be back. Yes, it is back now. The Game Week guru returns, um, giving you tips on your fantasy football team. Yes, if you're fa- playing the fantasy Premier League in your office and you want some advice before the deadline on Friday evening at seven o'clock, you might want to download it from all the usual places, Acast, iTunes, wherever you want to get it, Game Week, it is called. 
Well, I've had the great honour of being a guest on yes. the podcast. It's a lot of fun. You do it alongside um, Dan Pryor, who's a very nice man, very talented guy. Very nice guy. man, very, very nice man. Um, so I have my team here, which I, when yeah. I posted this out on the mm. WhatsApp group, I did believe it was going to set the agenda. I thought <laughs> this would be the talking point for everybody's evening, but no one got back in touch, even though I could see those two little ticks. <laughs> so I know you'd it. seen it as yeah. well. So I just laid there on my bed with the fan on, just going, come on. Come on. Oh, hang on, they're really thinking about this. No. I sat there till one o'clock in the morning oh. just staring. Staring at the screen. We were just underwhelmed, really. Underwhelmed. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's go through it. I mean, I put Van um, Arnholt in. Yes. And it was difficult for me to put a Palace player in, obviously, as a Charlton fan. But... yeah, but he was great last season, Patrick Van Arnholt. He likes getting forward and gets the odd goal. PVA, uh, uh, it's, the goal sticked him like glue. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, that's the kind of stuff you can expect if you download <laughs> yeah, the PBA Game Week podcast. Um, I saw him interviewed. I went for it because I saw him interviewed. He came across really He's well. He's quite a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, like yeah. him. Um, I've got Asper Luqueta in there. Yeah, yeah, who often does well. I'm not sure how much that him and Alonso will get forward under the new manager at Chelsea, though. Not, might not be playing so much as a wing-back. Right. But we'll wait and see. I thought he was all new Chelsea managers all they, about attack, well, attack, I mean, attack. Yeah, I think he's playing a traditional 4 4 2. I'm not sure. I got Trippier in there just because yes. he had such a fabulous such a World, World Cup. Cup. What a great yeah, player. Yeah. Um, and I've got. My, let's let's cut that, to yeah. the chase here. I've managed to get De Bruyne and Salah in. That is that's impressive. In the midfield, and I've got Kane and Lacazette up front. I've got the North London strike set. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, the trouble is with Kane. Post World Cup, he could be quite tired. Um, often, he does not perform well in the month of August. Ah. Really, with Harry Kane. So oh, okay. It's a, it's a bit of a gamble that really to put Harry Kane in at this stage. But maybe that August curse will come to an end. He always delivers on goals, obviously. So the game week guru is in town. He's even wearing a football track top at the moment, which yes, looks I great, am. and clutching an actual football as well. Looking and good. It's sponsored, sponsored by, by Wix as well. Of course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, do you have a fantasy football-based question for the game week guru? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Bit of breaking news from the game week guru. There's a new song coming to the <laughs> podcast. They <laughs> oh, no, are, of yeah. course, the stuff of legends. Uh, yeah. um, shall we? Uh, shall we begin with uh, your ode to Lacazette? Uh, which is uh, the stuff yeah. of dreams. Here we go. This time last year, this came out. Prolific Lacazette Captain him if you get the chance Prolific Lacazette But will he replicate his form in France? <laughs> That was the question. Uh, <laughs> ruining a Prince classic there for quite a lot of people. Oh, stuff, absolutely this, ruining day. it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we mentioned that the person you do the podcast with normally, aside from your kind of guest co-host, is, is Dan, and he's yeah. no stranger to creating his own tune. Yeah. Um, I mean, who could forget this um, touching tribute to goalkeeper Butland? Yeah. I like big Butland, I cannot lie. Other managers might deny that when a keeper makes saves and commands his space with displays of cat like grace, you get spun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we have, as I say, a brand new tune from the Game Week Guru. It's getting its world premiere next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Oh, Game Week Guru. We have so many questions for you. Are you ready to answer these? I am. Okay. How many of the Premier League new boys 
do you think I should put into my fantasy team, oh, oh Game wow. Week Guru? And that's from Dave in Sunbury. Thank you very much indeed, Dave. Good question, Dave. So, well, it looks like Fulham and Wolves coming up from the Championship have spent a lot of money and they're high on their inform. They're full of confidence going into this new season. Ryan Sessegnon for Fulham, they've kept hold of him. Mm-hmm. He was wanted by a lot of big-name Premier League teams. He scored 16 goals and got eight assists in the Championship last season. Fulham's top goal scorer, Ryan and Sessignon at 6.5 million is certainly worth a shout. Wolves have spent a lot of money. They've got a lot of attacking midfielders from Portugal, attacking players who are going to score goals. 18 goals and five assists last season from Diogo Hotter or Jota, if you want to pronounce the J. He's a man that I'm backing for big things. Diego Hotter. Never has that been said before over the Harry Potter thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. So thank you very much indeed for that Game Week guru. And now we turn our attentions to the world premiere of a brand new song that you have penned. For yes. the Game Week podcast. Yes. Who Who's it for? Who's it by? What worlds have you brought well, together? I think here? I may have gone quite obscure. Uh, for, I've gone back to the year 1977, the year of my birth. Okay. Uh, and a classic from Elvis Costello in his uh, unique vocal stylings to celebrate the arrival of the new big money signing for Liverpool, their new Brazilian goalkeeper. walk that fine line between being really good and really, really <laughs> awful. <laughs> really bad. I don't know how you've managed to do it. That's what we go for every week on the Game Week podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a Brazilian points fun. Do everyone just dip your bread into the cheesy point melted points dish <laughs> and get involved. Um, so there we go. That was an ode to Alison. Make sure you download the Game Week podcast. And of course, as we say, rock and roll football. We've now added Matt Ford returns this Saturday from 2pm. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We can't talk all things fantasy football without bringing to your attention that the brand new Home Time show with Bush and Richie has got its own league. Um, Bush has already tweeted saying thanks to everyone who signed up to me and Richie's Home Time Fantasy League. Some inspired team names so far, including Finding Nuno... Rude Van Nipplejoy <laughs> and Right Said Fred. Um, oh, we have posted on Twitter uh, the code and stuff of how you can join the Home Time League with Bush, Bush and Richie. Give us a little follow at Absolute Radio. Uh, on a personal note, I never thought I would uh, start a commando club live on the radio. Um, but Ian in Haverhill has said, Dave, you have nothing to be ashamed of. I've been going commando since 1992. Ooh. Well, thank you very much indeed for that, Ian. This is because I just, I didn't even think it was, I mean, I can't believe it made it to the air. No. But um, just with a light cotton jean on from Farrah, 
No underwear. Yeah. You can feel like a million dollars in this stifling heat. Yeah. Are you wearing a belt to make sure they stay up? I'm not wearing a belt. No. <laughs> you do have to make sure that yeah. you waggle and dab and you zip up. <laughs> That's a tip for the top there, anyone. when you go for yeah. a week? <laughs> like Lingard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to lean on the wall, but now I dab. Always um, waggle and dab. So there's a little tip for the top if you are joining the Commando Club, uh, waggle and dab. Uh, coming up next, because uh, I think it's very, very important that we move on. It's almost crucial to my career that we move on. Uh, we're going to be speaking to one of our tradespeople to the stars. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And joining us this morning, online one, we have Tony. Good morning, Tony. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. As I say, it's always nice to hear from one of our tradespeople to the stars. Uh, we'll begin with, what is your trade? Well, basically, I'm a contractor, really. I organise, I get different trades in to carry out jobs. Um, I do have a trade, I'm a plasterer by trade, but generally organising work. Organising work, but plasterer by trade. OK, so who have you done organising work for? Which star? Right, it was Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien uh, from the Crystal Maze. Exactly, exactly. Well, we were very excited about this because this is a massive slice of our youth. Uh, so much so that producer Dave just revealed that it would come on, it was his time to go to bed. <laughs> and we pointed out it was on at like 6pm. I mean, how, how keen were your parents to pack you off for the night? <laughs> right, that's it, little Davey. Time off to go up the Wooden Hill to Bedfordshire. It's 4.30pm. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, was Richard, the great Richard O'Brien there whilst you were contracting for him? He was indeed, yeah. He um, he welcomed. In fact, his wife welcomed me into the house, and there was a bit of a strange thing because as I pulled up to the property, it had a like an obscure glass porch, and it looked like a scantily dressed lady behind this behind this glass panel. Um, I thought, what sort of place am I coming to? <laughs> it, was really, it was really quite strange. Anyway, I knocked on the door. His wife answered the door, invited me in, and this scantily dressed what I thought was a woman was actually a mannequin. In okay. stockings and suspenders and all this. It was ah, quite strange. Of course, from the Rocky Horror Show. The Rocky Horror yeah, Picture exactly, Show. Exactly that. Oh, I'd um, love to snoop around Rich O'Brien's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a good place, nice place. Lots of uh, gold discs and pictures of uh, meatloaf and people like that all over the place. <laughs> He's lived quite the life, hasn't he? And of course, he inspired you to play the mouth organ, oh, man. Of course. <laughs> Which he regularly bring out on Crystal Maze. He was my musical inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so you said he, you went into his house. Was he there? Did you get to talk to the great man himself? I did. Yeah, yeah. He um, showed me the bathroom that was in question, and um, he wanted me to put a quote together, which I did. We got the job, and he was there throughout the duration of the work. Okay, so now comes the big one. You said he was there throughout the duration of the work. Did the great Richard O'Brien offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee? Yes, he did. Yes! yes! Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a good man. He was OK. Nice. When you finally settled on the price, um, did you make him go into a giant container and try and catch <laughs> <laughs> Catch one of the bills and go, yeah. oh, it's one of the more expensive ones. That's a real shame <laughs> on my first whistle. Um, listen, it's been lovely speaking to you, Tony. You've been a real star. We're going to give you a £100 Wix gift card uh, for taking the time to talk to us. Really lovely to hear about Richard O'Brien and how great he is. Dave, I appreciate that. Can I just say one thing? Please? Of course you can. Um, 
I'm involved with organising a, a new generation rock band called the Rattlebacks. OK. <laughs> they're just about to um, embark on a small tour, a little mini tour. They're appearing down in August, uh, uh, down in Horsham on the 19th of August at Battle of the Band. They're in the final. They will win. Then again at the Star in Guildford on the 25th of August. Just get, tell all your, well, I'm telling everybody, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it. I mean, you said one small thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Any more tour dates? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the merch available, Tony? That's what everyone's asking. I want a Rattlebacks t shirt and I want it now. <laughs> oh, you can have one. I'll send you one. Don't worry. Now we're, now we're good friends, Dave. You well, Tony, of course, them. listen, we wish the Rattlebacks all the best for the future and for their tour and with the Battle of the Band contest. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Give it up for Tony, everyone. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. No, the Gladiators. No, 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 no. Gladiators, they had a whistle, but the Crystal Maze had two whistles. The first whistle... I don't think he had a whistle. The first whistle got the fans going, and the second whistle meant they could start grabbing at the invoices from the contractors. I mean, as... uh, Uh, Project X Builders in Maidenhead have questioned your use of the first whistle, saying that was Gladiators, not Crystal Maze. And I think Richard O'Brien said, will you start the fans, please? Yeah, I think it was a verbal command. Yeah, it was a verbal command. Uh, sugar plum fairy cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you'd like to be, if you'd like to prove me wrong about many of the things I say on the show, if you'd like to be a tradesperson yeah. to the stars, email me Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. That's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Um, and uh, or if you want to come on and plug the Rattlebacks or any new gen rock band, <laughs> yeah, you want to welcome the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. About twenty minutes ago, we were talking to another lovely tradesperson to the stars. If you are a tradesperson and you've applied it for a star, then do let us know. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And I was just trying to, you know, off the cuff, create the imagery that because our tradesperson Tony had been with Richard O'Brien, the host of The Crystal Maze, that when he had completed the work on his bathroom, that he would make Richard O'Brien step into a giant crystal. Yeah. Uh, he would start some fans and Richard would have to grab at different invoices and lovely. hope that it was a low one for him to pay. It's just off the cuff. It was just lovely riffing. It's what yeah. I do, I riff. And then in came the text um, <laughs> saying, Dave, there's no whistle in the final of the Crystal Ooh. Maze. Um, Emma then said, no, it was yeah. definitely a voice command. You agreed. <laughs> I know. We uh, a team of builders we, got yeah. involved, yeah, calling me yeah. all names <laughs> under the sun. It was, it was horrible. Well, I'd like to play you what I'm calling oh. Exhibit A. Oh. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring the, the bridge up, OK? And hold your positions until I blow the whistle. On the second whistle, you will stop collecting. On the first whistle, you start collecting. Second wow. whistle, you stop. In you go. Will you start the fans, please? Resting my case. Yeah, so there was, the, we start the fans, please, the verbal command, uh, but there were whistles. Congratulations. Two on my yeah. first whistle, Two I whistles, said on my second yeah, whistle yeah. when I was just riffing. Back People then. said the whistles were gladiators. You I did say the whistles yeah. were for the wrong thing, though. Oh. You said it's to start the fans <laughs> yeah. and then something else. Start collecting, stop collecting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Right, uh. <sighs> Yeah. So you're not as right as you you're thought you were. You're half right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I think right. we're all right in a way, aren't we? Yeah. We're I was winners. most right, though. <laughs> I'm the biggest winner. <laughs> uh, so the Daily Smash today, with that ringing in our ears, uh, is game shows and the playlist. 8, 12, 15, and Matt, you have been a busy beaver. Yeah. Um, g- give us some examples, please. Block party busters. Um, <laughs> system of a countdown. <laughs> Uh, blankety Blink 182 <laughs> and uh, Badly Drawn Fort Boyard. Wow. wow. That's an impressive selection. It's over to you. The weakest link in 
Ben Park from oh, Gaz. Oh, yes. The price is right, said Fred. Of course. From Chris in the van in rainy Cornwall. Oh, rainy Cornwall. I'm heading to Cornwall after the show <laughs> if it's raining. It's already a beautiful part of the world. Uh, double Jedwardy from Die. <laughs> <laughs> the Chase. And status oh, from Gad the Bin Man. Mate. Gad the Bin Man's back with Blockbusters rhymes. <laughs> and Tipping Point uh, Sisters from Adam. Oh, very nice. On Twitter, uh, Andy King has gone for Bullseye and the Walrus. Uh, Rich has gone for Bob's Full House of Pain. And Jessica Brown, <laughs> Jessica Brown has gone for Catch Fraser Light. Oh, very nice. Emma, did you get any? I didn't, I didn't get any today. I didn't. I struggled with this one. Yeah, I didn't. Matt, luckily made up for both of us not getting yeah. any as far as the ones in the studio went and you as always were superb the Dave Berry Breakfast Show the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast Absolute Radio and that's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio thank you ever so much for tuning in uh, time now as we do occasionally for the one we nearly didn't have time for just scraping in at the end Matt yeah we got distracted by you going commando at work <laughs> let's not talk about that again quite disturbing not for me, on air I must admit uh, well, we didn't have time to get get to this text when we were talking about secret household habits. Uh, it was a text, an anonymous text that just says, my housemates were disgusted to find out that I'd fill my pot noodles to the very top and drink the water once I'd finished out the appropriately sized noodles. Nutritious and delicious. She's going, uh, he, she is going above the uh, fill level line, which for me is uh, against all, against everything. You think that is a bad domestic habit? I think it'll be too wet. Those noodles are going to be too wet. Yeah, you get a great drink at the end, but the main noodle dish is soaking. Oh, I'd see it as leaving a little bit of goodness as a treat at the end. Right. Oh, yeah, the, there's nothing quite like sipping the bottom of a Bombay bad boy. <laughs> if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.